0: Hi, I'm Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to episode five
1: of Look Who Siskel and Ebert now. (laughs) And today we're talking about the 1995 film Congo. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, bang, bang. We gotta take this show on the road. (laughs) Yeah, baby. So today we are talking about Congo. Um, (laughs) The
0: the Frank Marshall 1995 summer opus that is Congo.
1: Yes, based, of course, off of the Michael Crichton novel. Uh, He, of course, is the person who also wrote Jurassic Park and Andromeda Strain and a bunch of other things that were also converted. Created ER. Did he? He created ER. There's no weird gorillas in ER. There's
0: there's no dinosaurs in ER.
1: (laughs) Dino DNA. He created ER. We're going to do what we usually do. Those of you that are joining us for the first time today, we uh, go over uh, notes. That have been um, compiled for us by a very professional service <laughs> known as Wikipedia.org. Um, Run will, by WikPedi. Yeah, yeah, never met him. Seems like a nice guy. And uh, we are going to go through this, uh, specifically the plot synopsis. I'll read off a paragraph and then Josh and I will kind of give out about give it, give out, get our <laughs> comparisons in. And when we're done, we'll give our thumbs up, thumbs down. Then we'll quickly watch Siskel and Evert's review of it and see how their review compares to ours. Yeah. Oh, any, any guesses there? Like what's your, your thought? How do you think the old guys liked it? I want to say down both. I bet you they thought it was just fine. <laughs> This feels like the kind of movie. Run they of the like, mill for them? Take the family. For Siskel, I don't think so. Yeah, He's you, like, you might be right. fuck this. <laughs> I will go with that. They split. <laughs> Ebert liked it, Siskel, not so much. That's my guess. I don't know. I guess yeah. Anything else you want to say about Michael Craig before we get started? Jurassic Park was clearly a huge success. Yeah. This movie the... came hot off the heels of that. It only cost them forty million to make, Whoa. which is at the time a mid level film for yeah. and, and nothing for a major action adventure film like this. mid to getting a bit high. But Yeah. Well was uh Mighty Joe Young was like a hundred million dollars. And that nobody came out saw that fucking time. movie. No, I'm I'm sure I did, but I literally have no memories of it. Um uh, your first you we were mentioning before mm-hmm. uh your first memories of this film when it came out. You said you saw it yeah. in theaters. God, I, I forgot everything about this movie for years, but except for the fact that there was some sort of weird stone Angor Wat looking temple. <laughs> and uh I remember a gorilla. Talking using a uh, like a glove that kind of looked like a Super Nintendo, like a Nintendo Power Glove. Yeah, the Power Glove. And she would like talk in sign language with it. And we'll get to that because that became one of the things watching this movie that I couldn't get my brain to shut up about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remembered almost nothing of it besides those facts. And of course, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, um, our your friend and mine, yeah. our hero to the that, every man. That brief moment, he almost became a legitimate movie person, like a m- m- movie, person. <laughs> <laughs> a legitimate movie star, Bruce Campbell. The uh, ch- the chin that launched a thousand ships.
0: This has the, been the first time I've seen this movie since nineteen ninety five. We rented this. We rented this at Blockbuster. I have really no frame of reference in this movie. I only remember the ending in the cave temple, a little bit in my seven year old mind. The only reason why the movie stands out at all is because it. Was on what the trailer was on our
1: copy of uh VHS copy of Force Gump. Yes. yes.
0: <laughs> and I was I, like, this looks interesting to a point. <laughs> I, I
1: remember the trailer being on everything. Yeah. It was, it was one like of those grass. they really pushed it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, there were like movie theater tie-in like plastic cups and stuff. Yeah, too. Well, yeah, commemorative. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those films, which again, considering how little they functionally spent on it compared to the other big Crichton release and the other big gorilla release <laughs> yeah. of the time. It's actually kind of wild. But um, I guess we should get started uh, Just one sec uh, Frank Marshall Yes Frank uh, Marshall Director Frank Marshall Tell me about Frank Marshall
0: Directed one of me And Sharon's Favorite films uh, It's not a favorite It's it's a hell of a thriller And it's a great Jeff Daniels pick Fucking Arachnophobia
1: Oh I love that, that movie That movie is a fucking Banger and a half Was he attached at all To uh, Chud No Cause I know a lot of the people That produ- were part of the production Of Arachnophobia Worked mm-hmm. on Chud as well um so cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. dwellers exactly <laughs> fucking that's a movie worth watching i don't think cisco lever ever reviewed it sadly but like you don't know <laughs> big fan of that film especially if you liked arachnophobia they did yeah. a lot of the same comedy horror kind of kind of yeah comics. but like
0: arachnophobia really plays way way better than this
1: true story 100 phobia i got one little story about this sweet <laughs> uh that came out in like what 1990 right correct yeah. top marks my friend i was born in 85 so i was five years old i went to the movies with my father and my sisters 4 years years older than me to see this movie and one of the jumps sp- jump scares the spider jumping at the screen obviously it's arachnophobia yeah uh scared me so fucking much I jumped out of the movie theater seat high enough (laughs) that it folded closed closed and my five-year-old ass (laughs) fell directly on the ground and i just remember both my sister and my father trying so hard not to laugh their asses (laughs) off. you got folded in by the spider exactly like it literally it was like you couldn't have planned it better like i fell ass first like i remember hitting my tailbone and being like that kind of hurt but even i at the time was like this is so ridiculous i can't like do that kid thing where you're gonna cry you know, yeah. it's just too weird to even be <laughs> embarrassed. Frank Marshall also uses from arachnophobia. Some of the, mainor, um,
0: uh, some of the major to minor guys in arachnophobia yeah. are used in Congo, which I, is
1: funny. I was like, well, the comparison. It's funny. I never looked into the director.
0: Well, uh, well, Frank Marshall basically got his start doing special effects for Star Wars. He was uh, a George Lucas protege. That's right. Because
1: yeah. ambient entertainment is him and fucking um, Spielberg. Spielberg started yeah. together. That's right. Oh my God. Frank yeah, Marshall is it's married. He's married Florida. into
0: the family. God. And hey, you, I just love how all these guys only worked with each other forever, you know? That's yeah, I got to keep it in the family.
1: What? How you do it. In the family. In the family. Okay. So, we'll get started. I'll do the first paragraph, Josh, and then uh we'll get we'll uh, get going. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> well, searching for rare blue diamonds that could lead to new revolutionary communications laser. Uh, TraviCom, TraviCom, Travis—is it TravisCom or TraviCom? Tra- TraviCom. Oh, sorry, TraviCom. <laughs> uh, it sounds so much like Viacom. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Employees Charles Travis and Jeffrey Weems discovers the discover the ruins of a lost city near a volcanic site in a remote part of the Congo jungle. Karen Ross, Charlie's ex-fiancee and a former CIA operative, and R and B Travis, R B Travis, uh, Charlie now, Charles. Father and CEO of Travacom. Not to be confused with Ted Turner. (laughs) Right. uh, Lose contact with the team while tracking their progress at the company headquarters. Activating a remote camera, they find the camp destroyed and strewn with corpses, as well as savage ape-like creatures that destroyed the camera. Travis asks Karen... Uh, to lead another expedition to the site so the introduction this is pretty good here we got <laughs> joe don baker aka marshall if you like a bunch of real shitty action movies what are you talking about he's a T. deep
0: pusser oh, and walking too. tall baby that
1: too <laughs> he is one of my favorite actors in that i don't know if i've ever really liked a performance by him but every time he shows up in a thing i'm still happy to see him watch the og walking tall you Mind anybody? you, I don't think that's aged particularly well with uh, southern right wing politic oh, yeah, yeah, and vigilante is and cop bullshits. Go with the one with the Samoan guy in it instead. He yeah, be better off. <laughs> what we've got here is we've got a uh, rich southern um, guy, not who to be confused with Ted Turner, <laughs> carries around a, a golf club for what seems like no reason. Is it a golf club or is it a cane? Is he a cane? I thought he had a golf club at this point. I thought it was a cane. You, you never see him play golf. You're right, but he smashes the thing. I'll right. double check real quick, actually. <laughs> and it's definitely a golf club. Wow. It's definitely a golf club. So the he doesn't go that, golf. But he uses it as a cane. And, um, Or maybe even has a cane later in the film. I don't know. <laughs> but it's also... Okay. So, he's got this golf club, he pulls up in a golf cart at this giant facility which I guess is the headquarters of uh, Travacom. Travacom.
0: Not to be confused with CNN Towers. Which as far as we know is a communications
1: (laughs) company. That's all we really know about it. <laughs> um, anyway, so he goes to see the video clip where... Not a video clip. It's like a live communications it, via satellite a, with his yeah, son. They're on Teams, man. They're Skyping. And they're like, hey, Skyping we in found the fucking place. We're going to get all those cool diamonds for our lasers and communications devices, I guess. Which, again, feels very Michael Crichton in the way where it's like sciency, but in a way that makes no fucking sense. He showed. Bruce Campbell, your hero and mine. This
0: is in a, a, a delicate time in his career where he's constantly we're not at we're not at the uh, the adventures of uh, Briscoe Junior. Yeah, Briscoe County Junior, whatever fucking
1: show he had. He's not doing that ridiculous King of Thieves gimmick. Yeah, yet, <laughs> This is right before like because a couple years before this, he even directed a movie. Yeah, like he was still like trying to be Mr. <laughs> Hollywood guy. He, constantly, he's in Coen Brothers movies
0: as as yep. a as, uh, extra guy, yep. and this. Yeah. Originally, he tried out for the main role,
1: but ended up getting this role. <laughs> yeah, he's too cute for the main role. You know, the main role he would have to not be as like overtly handsome. Like not that the that guy chin.
0: That, that chin will fucking
1: like the, the maiden broke his career. <laughs> because Dylan Walsh isn't an unattractive guy, but like I was watching this uh, with my partner. And they were just like, he's uh, basically, this should be Paul Rudd. If this Prototype movie was made 10 Rudd. years later, it would have been Paul Rudd, it's <laughs> completely. And Bruce Campbell cannot, like as funny as he is, he's not self-deprecating funny in that way. He always comes off kind of cool, like a lounge singer. <laughs> That's his little gimmick, right?
0: Well, unless you count like Army of Darkness or, or Evil yeah. Dead 2, where he's pretty much like aping
1: Three Stooges. Or even by the time he gets to uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead, the TV show. yeah Oh well, yeah. It's definitely yeah, a Yeah, he's just here. too
0: cool. He's old man, cool guy. They, they, found that they found some diamonds and then puts it in a device And then shoots the laser to demonstrate that the laser works with the diamonds. Looks real good. Good laser diamond. (laughs) These aren't blood diamonds because, like, not every diamond out of Africa is blood diamond, right? (laughs) Well,
1: no, unless you include all the gorillas that die at the end of this film. Uh, A lot of people died for these diamonds. Actually, they are (laughs) blood diamonds. So they are blood diamonds. And there is a conflict going on.
0: Clearly. Okay. The the politics of of this film is muddled.
1: So but, uh, wait, we've uh, got like an important moment here. Yeah, um, where our female lead Karen Ross, played by Laura Linney, um, explains to RB Travis that like, hey, like it, I'm not just going there for this fucking rock. I'm there to like, save my ex fiance. Yeah, we're I going was gonna marry son, him, you son of a bitch. Because we're going here because someone we care about yeah. is in danger or maybe dead i'm yeah. gonna make you sorry yeah, you fuck me yeah. over i'm gonna make you sorry which is like such an obvious tell too about how this movie's gonna end boy am i gonna tattle to
0: the rival telecom like, companies about you even when he's
1: telling her like he's doing it for the right reasons he's like oh yeah sure of course yeah, John, yeah.
0: joe don baker is a fucking madman in this movie i oh, mean yeah. he's like one of the uh, like everybody in this film other than maybe laura linney and dylan walsh consummate character actors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're the who's who. This movie is the who's oh, who yeah. of we'll, character we'll actors. get to it. We but he is get. just losing his mind. Smashes the fucking TV after watching his son uh, pretty much die in front of him and not giving a fuck because he's got 40,000 employees under his belt and they need the new, what was it, cash
1: i can't remember they need
0: to do cash diamond mine to yeah they, you, gotta, like that. you gotta get the
1: fucking money flowing. yeah we gotta get the money flowing I'm like, but it's like and it's also one of these scenes that's rushed no way where they're like they are trying to get into the movie we gotta get to africa so like, fuck, we have basically fuck atlanta we, we gotta get to africa. one more scene before we get to africa or a couple small scenes that are kind of stitched together oh yeah the university exactly <laughs> so meanwhile Peter Elliott, a primatologist at the University of California, Berkeley, and his assistant, Richard, teach human communication to primates using a mountain gorilla named Amy. With a specialized backpack and glove, her sign language is translated to a digital voice. Despite the success, Peter is concerned by Amy's drawings of jungles and the Eye of Providence and seeks funding to return her to Africa, but the university is reluctant. Romanian philanthropist (laughs) Philanthropist. Herkimer (laughs) Homolka offers to uh, fund the expedition, and Karen asks permission to join it, since her visas will be invalid unless uh, connected to such a venture. Peter is hesitant at first, seeing Amy's jealousy of Karen, but allows her to join and pay part of the expenses after Holkimer is unable to provide funding. So... (laughs) go on this cuts out a couple things because then in the next scene we're a next paragraph we're going to africa so tell us about some of the college stuff
0: so we're in we're in berkeley we we're in sure liberal are. college mm-hmm. <laughs> and you find out that dr dylan walsh or what the, i'm using his name peter elliot peter elliot one sure. of those protagonists with two first names you know <laughs> is uh is real keen on not only getting amy back home
1: but to to further his linguistic studies yes He's trying to teach a gorilla to talk, much like that famous story of that acid doctor who got really into trying to teach dolphins to talk. <laughs> Although some weird things are implied, this movie never shows anybody jerking off a gorilla. I will, I will Thank, say that. Well,
0: she far. is a female.
1: Yeah, well, Thank again, God. you can still try. Get, get in there, get in there.
0: You know, uh, Stan, you w- uh, Stan, famous uh, special effects guru, Stan Winstead doing the makeup mm. and uh, effects. It's a, It's a person in a suit. It
1: is not a gorilla. They, they don't try to hide anything either, eh? It like looks so show, janky. Like it it is clearly good in still images, but it's one of those things where like the face moves so minimally that it just looks like a bad It was gonna be as good mask. as it was gonna get yeah. in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they tried very hard, but they also, like I said, they didn't try to hide any of this at all. You just oh. get full, yeah. This is what it is. This everybody. is what it is.
0: Yeah, because we're a far, we're a far cry away from Andy Serkis and the CGI Planet of the Apes. Yes, exactly. And that Ape only together bolded, strong, strong. Yeah. great movies. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're a far cry from that, so it looks a bit janky. That being said, the act- actresses, actors portraying Amy, there's two different actors. Oh yeah, are are in the suit some some do uh, the acting the others do the stunting exactly do a hell of a fuck. I i gotta admit do a hell of a fucking job like a gorilla yeah do a pretty good job must not have been comfortable they all went to ape school i can tell you that much (laughs) you can tell (laughs) a professional when you see it oh yeah i know a fake ape from a real ape but uh they do a hell of a job portraying amy as this uh very curious and uh communicative ape it was actually adorable in some parts. I was like, especially in the beginning when you finally, when you first see Amy, I'm like, that's a fake-ass ape. And then he, she runs into uh, Dr. Peter Elliott's arms. I was like, it's kind of adorable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Frankly, I think his relationship with the ape is a little too close. But that's that's just my opinion. I'm not saying anything happened. A little too close. He tickles that motherfucker. A little too close. All the close. time. They he, sleep next to each other. He's in love with that ape. Clearly. I'm
0: serious. I do like Let's it cut at the, the end. let the brass stacks. He's I in do, love with we'll Amy. We'll get
1: there eventually, but I do like eventually <laughs> Amy calls herself Mother. When like dealing with him. To him. Point? Yeah, at yeah. one point. So at least you know it's not a sexual thing for Amy. She's like, no, this is my baby. He's dumb. So, but uh they're at the uh investors' meeting and he's showing everybody there's a, there's a
0: slew, there's a slew of character actors in there. There's the the fat cop from arachnophobia, yes. he's there. Yes. The psychologist from the lethal weapon movies, she's right. there as his friend, mm-hmm. a few other people, and
1: then the uh the the great uh Timothy Curry. Oh my god. Okay. So a couple things. <laughs> One, the scene where they're showing Buddy use the glove. That is hilarious. It's this giant backpack for some reason. Like I, the <laughs> amount of computing power, it looks like a computer from the 70s. You know There's what I a mean? Windows 95 thing she's hauling around. This huge backpack and this glove that, yeah, kind of looks like, like the, the, the power, power glove, <laughs> but somehow even more uncomfortable uh, than the actual power glove. Um, yeah, Tim Curry is his most Tim Curry in this movie not that he's ever subtle like I really am trying <laughs> desperately to think of a subtle Tim Curry performance and I, I can't Hold do it two. that's as subtle as it gets you know what, that's hilarious because that is not subtle but you're right <laughs> that's you know? as close as it's going to get Clue. this fucking any video game appearance he's ever made <laughs> Command and, conquer. command and conquer is he playing conquer, a Russian age? he's playing a Russian in command oh, yeah. and conquer right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah fucking
0: yeah. hunt for the Red October another Russian they get him to do these
1: hokey dokey accents ridiculous accents because this is not like he, his name is Herkimer Hermolka which doesn't sound like a real name at all formerly of Romania of Romania he's a philanthropist apparently um, and for some reason he he's a Transylvanian
0: doctor remember I'm trying yeah. to make a, a rocky horror and you're not wrong this
1: is <laughs> Romania right so this is, this is not even the first time he's played a Romanian, but this is the first time he's played a Romanian with a Romanian accent. So Weird. You no. Know. Someone's paying attention. And just that name is so ridiculous to me. It's so hard to say. Herkimer, Hermerker. hermerker. I don't even think that's a real name in Romania. That's like like their fake name. So he wants to get involved, but he doesn't have enough money to fund this expedition because he wants to go find some shit out there. We don't know that yet. We think he's he's just a philanthropist that wants to help out. He
0: shows up. uh, Someone's been reading a lot of Spider-Man comics. That motherfucker shows up like he's goddamn Craven the Hunter. Straight out of a fucking amazing (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: I swear to God. Well, he doesn't kill anybody. (laughs) He's not wearing any fur. But but, he's very much like... Like who's reading spider-man wearing like a if I remember like a brown suit with like a red accents of some kind Yeah, like a real interesting look. Yeah It's like almost like a design of a cartoon character would be dressed like this. Yeah, but, um, you, you know, he's like he's like the money man, but also like yeah. this great white hunter type. But he still does not have. Uh, oh no, no, no! The great white hunter, as explained later, is uh, Monroe Kelly. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to the Except other I'm weird.
0: We'll get to the other weird accent yeah. of this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, Ernie
1: Hudson doing work in this
0: film.
1: Okay, so yeah, the, yeah, but they get onto the plane before that uh they're getting got kicked got off the plane <laughs> before before any of that too so a couple other things worth mentioning the eye of Pradence and jungles thing so amy's having these visions and she's painting because she's right. of course she does the other thing that we know apes do in the 90s she's painting so she's painting <laughs> pictures of painted. the jungle and pictures of eyeballs and, but really uh, good paintings we've got and so for some reason and that's why peter dr peter
0: elliott is I, all concerned because he wants to because she's yeah. acting crazy they'll put it's, they'll put amy down the the berkeley it, will
1: so for whatever reason, we've now got Herkimer involved, we've got uh uh Peter Elliott, and we've got Karen Ross, and they're trying to combine their efforts to get to the jungle in of the Congo for oh, and, uh, slightly different. Uh, Peter's reasons.
0: assistant, uh Richard, played Richard. by Grant Heslov.
1: Whatever his another name 90s is another nineties character actor. Amy's jealous, she like gets the plain thing. Yeah. We give the we give the giant ape a a martini. Yeah, a green mart. I want green drink. Have one sweet green drink. And it's just a martini with a fucking olive in it, which is great. <laughs> so they get on the plane, and they're going, and they're talking. Amy throws an egg. It gets an egg. It's like a to like, because she was as a good. treat. I guess yeah. it's a boiled an egg. egg. And then she just throws it at Laura Linney. As one does. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't lived until you've thrown an egg at Laura Linney. It can't wait. It's okay. She likes it. It's fine. It's this thing that she likes. Okay. The group flies to Africa and lands in Uganda, where they meet Wilderness guy Guide, Monroe Kelly, they are detained and questioned by Captain Wanta, uh, the local military leader who warns them not to trust Homolka and lets them proceed only after Karen pays him a large bribe. As the group crosses uh, to Tanzania to border another, board another plane that will take them to Zaire, uh, Monroe reveals that Homolka has led previous safaris in search of the lost city of Zinj. Uh, with disastrous results, the group parachutes into the jungle just before they're playing <laughs> a shot time by uh, uh, Zarian soldiers. I can't talk. It's fine. Anyways, so yeah, a lot of plane jumping here, and it's very hard to get into Africa. Apparently, Congo, it's like you gotta. It's nigh impossible. They meet Joey Pantoliano. I, In my notes, I literally put that you should play that character. Me? I was like that's you. That's you in this movie. That I'm running. You. I'm running
0: the visa show in 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 Central Africa. Absolutely.
1: You should be. Exactly. I feel like It's very complimentary. Pant's, like if you're working at the same time, you probably would have showed it to a lot of the same uh, auditions. You know. <laughs> I as, I, as a person, should have been Joey Pants in the 90s. Yes, absolutely. I'm the Joey Pants of our generation. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. If you ever write a novel or something, I will put I will give you a full quote <laughs> for that. That means I'm the turncoat in The Matrix. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. And then
0: right before, and then enter the great Winston Zedmore, Your Honor, <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Hudson, who has the number two fucking accent, weird accent in this movie. Yeah what I initially Monroe thought Kelly he Monroe's. just talks Kelly,
1: hilariously like this the whole time <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know what that's about I'm I, I'm happy to be your great white hunter but black what
1: what fucking accent is this such an over-the-top character when he shows up he just instantly points a gun at a guy and takes the vehicle he was driving like i don't even know how that worked (laughs) out but they got a truck it's fine anyway so they get picked up by the captain and they get they're getting interrogated and richard it is is the side the sidekick the other researcher yeah and he's like getting interrogated he's like well this is the fucking kafka ass. this is kafka who is, is kafka, kafka <laughs> tell me which again one of the few things i remembered from this movie really because it's actually funny it's i have a good laugh out only, of that only too. legitimate funny parts of this whole movie like there's on lot, purpose there's that whole part monroe kelly,
0: monroe kelly monroe kelly is really worried about this ape and <laughs> wondering what the fuck
1: everyone's doing here herkimer Hermolka, herkimer hermerker <laughs> is you know not who he says he yeah. is and then uh, it turns out Monroe Kelly also knows him. And- <laughs> Forgot about, I was like, do I know you? He's like, wait a no! minute. <laughs> it's like,
0: no, I saved him from his previous expedition. Wait, that was a different Herkimer Homolka, <laughs> formerly of Romania. Georgia, not Romania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We get that, that I get
1: that a lot. That you know? that
0: dude's been changing so many uh Eastern Bloc countries since the Cold War. <laughs>
1: it's uh beautifully done. And this movie really did make me remember how much I love Tim Curry. Like there's like there's nobody else like him. You know, there's a lot of people <laughs> who choose scenery, but very few who do it in a way where I don't hate them. Yeah. True acting. Just mwah.
0: And Ernie Hudson, he's not uh, he's Ernie no slouch Hudson's in, great this. in this.
1: I want I wanna see an entire series of like old tiny movie shorts starring uh, him as Monroe Kelly. I would love that. <laughs> like just gallivanting across Africa. African. Yeah. In isolation, uh, Peter and, uh, Laura Linney's character as well. They're both, Karen are both kind of weird characters too. Yeah. But like those two are so fucking over the top. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, this is also of course, where we get that great scene of just like the stop eating my sesame seed cake. line. <laughs> Because like clearly they're going for like levity and humor in this movie, but it comes across so weirdly stilted sometimes. You just like I don't is this supposed to be funny in the way that I'm finding it funny? Who the fuck likes sesame seed cake? It looked very light and pleasant. I gotta say, you're it joking. Like sound... really loved it.
0: Sesame? That doesn't that belongs on a mm. on a, a hamburger bun, not a fucking cake.
1: You just don't know how to live. I guess. <laughs> we uh, we get some more goofiness. They eventually do bribe Homie, and then they get. Onto another plane, which they then have to parachute out of. And what I love about parachute scenes, it's not a thing you can easily do if you've never done it before. But everybody parachutes just fine and lands just fine in the middle of the fucking jungle. Like, they're totally fine. The part is so ridiculous because they have unlimited
0: flares for two flare guns. They're being shot down by ground-to-air
1: Missiles, Yeah, which, again, as soon as everyone jumps, it gets blown up. Oh, and fucking, we, we got a great <laughs> moment there where um Amy, the gorilla, just hugs on to Dr. Peter Elliott there or whatever. No, was uh,
0: no, Ernie Hudson takes her. I'll, I'll take her. her. And they start That's drugging her like crazy. at the beginning of the drugging and I of the I forgot the
1: to mention that, too. Not even just drugging her. Before that, she's smoking a fucking cigar. So she's had a cigarello, She's drank a full martini. And then she gets <laughs> Drugged. all the drugs to keep her calm. Throughout the rest of the movie movie until till the end this bitch is tripping the whole movie I'd be worried about the
0: ape being fucking on drugs
1: and of course uh, I think we mentioned this so Amy's this whole time is now wearing that stupid talking glove yeah and I guess the idea to some degree is he wants Amy to teach other gorillas to how to speak. speak yeah what gets me about this Josh, and sending her home yeah what I don't understand these gorillas don't speak English I'm assuming <laughs> so like if you're teaching them sign language why would why do you need them to hear the word well, Amy does the sign language. That doesn't make any sense. Repetition, maybe. No, I like, There's I some don't know. correlation I between this...
0: vo- vocalization, oralization, and and the hand movements to translate.
1: I haven't read. Oh, sure. Whatever. I don't believe that for a fucking second. It's completely <laughs> stupid and has I nothing know, to do but just keep know, the audience engaged. But... <laughs> <laughs> good. 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 Amy. <laughs> Bad. Bad. Mommy. So Fuck. funny.
0: Yeah. And they all land
1: safely yeah. on the ground. And this is also where you see some of the the money saving too. This is also where you see some of the money saving because they have some very nice outdoor shots, but then they have a bunch of shots that are clearly on a soundstage dressed up to look like it's outdoors Yeah. because it has like a perfectly flat ground. You know (laughs) what I mean? So it's constantly shifting from these actually really nice. Location shots to location to like the studio. What looks like it was shot in a garage. It's <laughs> fucking mind bending to me. That we're they in Africa. Do this way. We're out of Africa. And vice versa. And uh, okay. So next paragraph. <laughs> On the ground, they encounter a native tribe that leads them to Bob Driscoll, a wounded member of Charles' expedition. On seeing Amy approach, Bob begins screaming in fear and soon dies. The group continues by boat and learn that Homolka, in search of Zing, uh, Zing, Zing. uh and its fabled diamond mine, believes that Amy's drawing suggests she has seen the mine and can lead them to it. After an attack by... A massive by massive hippos, they find the ruined camp and the nearby city of Zinj. Richard and a couple of porters are killed by a vicious gray gorilla. The group sh- takes shelter at the ruined camp, keeping other gorillas at bay with automated sentry guns, uh, guns and detectors. Okay. Holy so, fuck, we're, yeah. we're just cruising through ba, ba, sack ba. too. We got two paragraphs <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah this is when they re- re- really start getting into that lost world kind of bullshit richard dies but you do get a scene where he's just like oh it's weird that this guy from zimbabwe is named claude it's not it's not long history of french colonialism a lot of people with french names. mombasa mombasa what do you know about it I was like oh obviously nothing and then he wanders off in the jungle and
0: what you're not supposed to do he's looking for like amy i think he's like amy he's yeah like, don't wander yelling
1: for the gorilla Oh, just I wouldn't bloody. worry about her.
0: <laughs> I'd worry about your own ass, which the character
1: off? of Richard is constantly worried about his own ass. He's barely even had lines in this movie too. He's, he got yelled at and he once says something to Amy on the airplane about like, look, we're all putting on our seatbelts. Yeah, we're all and, a, and a few other Amy related things. He, he, he uh, feels <laughs> so until his, underused that I feel like you could have cut him out and given all his lines to other people, but they wanted a character you knew to die. They needed someone to needed die someone of, to of die.
0: quote unquote importance. Well, no, that happens all later. But and whatever. Multiple
1: times in this movie, you have people that run or like are introduced to the group and then die. <laughs> it's a very interesting take.
0: The the group that comes with Monroe Kelly. Those are the Delroy Lindo's
1: uh Congo quarters, yeah, right? guys he's working with. You eventually find out that he, you know, he's run some guns. Yeah. Some guns. <laughs> some guns. So clearly and I, he has this moment where he's talking to uh Dylan Walsh's character, Peter Elliott, and he's like you're a criminal. He's like aren't we all? He's like no, <laughs> I'm a scientist. Like yeah. which is actually again, one of those moments I don't think was supposed to be funny in the way I found it funny, but boy was it ever there funny. There are so aren't many There are so
0: many odd Juncture a statement
1: about colonialism. Yeah, and They do that a couple times in this movie, but they don't do anything with it. And the whole movie is about these people going off, destroying this ancient fucking ci- evidence of an ancient civilization. Monroe Kelly finds out that Laura Linney's
0: character, Karen, is a former CIA agent. Yeah. Dr. Peter gets the
1: the leech on his dick. <laughs> okay, so they do the stand by me leech dick thing. Yeah, already done. There's no leeches anywhere else and no one else gets attacked by a leech. And they're not in any wet area. No, he gets out of bed. They're like lying down in tents. Somehow a leech got on his dick, and of course he's sleeping in the same tent with the with the ape. I guess that's totally fine. <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, what's that?" And it leads to a situation where he gets like a one of the cigarellos from Moreau Kelly, and he like uses it to burn off the leech, which only sort of works in real life.
0: <laughs> and then he gives him the smoke and back. back, and he, that's a funny moment. so he just <laughs> instantly
1: throws it on the ground with his like, hands. This,
0: this feels like a studio's uh, note. Like oh, we got to add more humor to this. Exactly. We can't just if they're going to be trekking to the jungle before Whoa. the main event, they we got to have a little but funny jokes
1: it. and shit. All these jungle scenes that clearly take place in a sound stage, right? Are yeah. very small. You've got all these plants around to make it look like a jungle and they're just doing all this stuff it feels really confined and there's not a lot for them to do in these scenes Yeah. but just talk about how they have to go somewhere else.
0: It, this is also your your quick break for for Joe Don Baker to appear. They have a little, remember, she gets the satellite ready. It's more, more
1: fucking Joe Don Baker losing his fucking mind. Who does every scene he's in in this movie is in that same fucking room or he's on the golf cart heading to that. Heading to the
0: room. Yeah. He's always
1: with that other guy. I thought, that knows the passcode. As a kid, I swear to God, I thought this was like NASA or something. <laughs> like It just doesn't make any sense. He's just in a room with a bunch of monitors and like sometimes gets a phone call. Yeah. The hippo attack? That came out of nowhere. No Again, one ever expects very, a hippo attack. Right, very <laughs> you, They should. It's the
0: most deadly animal. In
1: but, uh, I thought it was alligators going to no, come. Go no, psych. It was, it felt <laughs> like a Universal Studios ride. Totally. You know, it's just like... <laughs> it perfectly bites the inflatable uh, thing that they're on. Like, it's silly. It's great. Okay, next paragraph. <laughs> when day breaks, they find Herkimer, uh, several porters, and Amy missing. They return to the city, where they find Herkimer exploring, and surmise from hieroglyphics that the city's inhabitants specially bred the Grey Gorillas, encouraging their violent tendencies to guard the mine and kill anyone looking to steal the diamonds. The group suspects the gorillas turned on their masters yet still continue to protect the mine. They find the mine and are faced with a troop of gray gorillas. Herkimer, uh, no, Homolka, same guy, (laughs) begins to collect diamonds, but is soon, uh, cornered and killed by some of the apes. Monroe... Karen and Peter flee deeper into the mine, where they discover Jeffrey and Charles' body, with the latter still holding a giant blue diamond in hand. As Amy protects Peter, Monroe fends off the other gorillas until Karen can fit the diamond into a portable laser, allowing her to power it up and kill several gorillas. The volcano begins to erupt in the four escape as the city is flooded with lava, killing the gorillas. John Hawks is the other guy from the previous expedition with Bruce Campbell. Yes. Shows back up, or the they Does run the into the ghost to him. tribe. They run like, to the
0: die. ghost tribe. He's revived. They're trying to get information Just out of him. He's about to die. Sees Amy, freaks out, dies. That's the second. That's the first or second time that's happened in this movie, correct? Yes, because it also happened with Richard. Uh, I think Richard actually Richard comes after. back. Yeah, he, he gets attacked. He finds
1: them in the city and he, like, runs to them and then collapses. Collapses and dies. So soon as he which gets is to them. never elaborated upon no he's just attacked by the gorillas and somehow got away
0: like the the the, the gray gorillas the evil gorillas will attack you to the point of of complete and utter fear and you will die upon the next sighting of them
1: i Uh, assume it's kind of like a shark attack like they're just trying to hurt you enough that you like bleed out and you stop struggling he's not bleeding
0: out he just like dies of a massive heart cardiac arrest
1: (laughs) feels like such an old pulp um, story, it does it twice. It's know, like oh, he's dead. Let's like, leave. <laughs> the horrors of the jungle. Oh, oh it's terrible. God. And then they die. I don't get that trope. We get right deep into the temple, and it's hilarious too because there's just diamonds lying on the ground, right? They're everywhere. Like yeah, everywhere they're literally the they're literally they not all over the attached cave. to anything. There's no. no evidence that these diamonds are actually coming from these walls until later we see a geode at one point. Right. Yeah, they're in a geode, but like they're, they're all popping we see out of the ground. Just diamonds. They're not even. Po- they're just lying there. Holtermer <laughs> is literally grabbing them and like holding them like in his arms. Like he doesn't have a grocery bag and he's going shopping, you know. He's just <laughs> holding as many as he can. And uh, it just like he's so excited and then eventually gets killed by a gorilla who, I'm pretty sure just smashes his hands. Like, they're trying to make it look like he hits him in the head, but when, and they cut. They do this thing, too, because they know the action scenes look like garbage. There's a couple times, like, uh, earlier when they first get in the temple, it's, at, it's like, dark, and they do this thing where they're fighting the gorillas and they're shooting the guns, but they do it in slow-mo. It's so janky. Yeah. It was a
0: Whose fucking they, call was that? They don't
1: want you to get a clear shot of these gorillas. Yeah, they because they suck. Because Stan Winston, I was reading a little
0: bit about it he said they could do so much and they look so cool initially and real but because of the budget constraints and yeah. lighting of the sets it looked fucked oh my god Bruce Campbell's dead for real this time Laura yeah, he Linney's. doesn't wake up I'm, I'm amazed <laughs> he doesn't sit up to be like oh my god it sucks and why did die. they place him in the geode <laughs>
1: I don't know. Because the, they don't do a lot of a good explaining these gorillas. So apparently these gorillas have existed for like hundreds of years at least. More than more than that. Yeah. Probably. But we don't really know. Because if you're saying King Solomon, I guess we're going back thousands of years. Here. Yeah. But so like <laughs> they've existed on their own, protecting this mine. It's become part of like their genetic memory, I guess. In this it's hidden city, down, yeah. Uh, apparently, in the book we were looking this up before. They're not just specially bred gorillas. They're part gorilla, part chimpanzee, and part human. So, like in the book, I guess there's some more idea about them. Like the gorillas are learning and like, interbreeding so each other. Yeah. They're like almost like a wild creature, half man, half gorilla kind of thing. Whoa, man bear pig. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so we've got all this bullshit going on, all the lava, but it's that movie lava where as long as you just don't touch it directly, you're fine. If you're in, in anywhere near that fucking thing you're burning up. oh yeah you're suffocating
0: oh, yeah. from the heat oh, we forgot man. amy fucks off uh when when richard gets killed and meets up with another family of gorillas that or, do or not accept in her gorilla suits there <laughs> people. people meet some other people in gorilla suits who reject
1: her because that, she's so weird i love that <laughs> silverback gorilla though costume like that one like they you could tell they put money into amy and the silverback and then all the other ones are kind of in the background. And everybody else looks fucked, yeah. including the evil apes. Like the evil apes. Look, some are like a mix between Harry from Harry and the Hendersons and that troll from Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I'm, that's not an exaggeration, honestly. Like, or the, the
0: troll from Willow. <laughs>
1: or the troll from Troll. Like Literally, just horrifying.
0: Amy comes back
1: with the big save and the communication to the other gray apes. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's another thing too for some reason these gray apes are scared of amy because she can talk they're just like oh fuck this bitch and they like (laughs) run away and then laura linney shoots them all with the laser and this is a great scene because it's gross as fuck she's like cutting off gorilla hands that's what it's it's Mm -hmm. interesting because
0: they barely show the and if they do it's all fucking weird and janky they don't show the violence of ape towards people Mm -hmm. especially when uh when Count Dracula there gets yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry gets beat the fuck he gets gang beat yeah. by a bunch of gray eggs. and they,
1: even even when he dies they do so, quick cuts yeah, to when the guy because literally what it, it looks like is the gorilla take the guy in the gorilla suit takes both of his hands and smashes his hands but, his, but it's hands. implied is his brain but they cut it as if they are hitting him in the head like yeah. it goes to black so
0: these quick cuts to 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 not show the violence but then once the fucking laser comes up and she has like a really cool line here yeah is like bill me later or something like that dumb shit it's fire fires the laser <laughs>
1: fucking Much and yeah ever. you see that one ape
0: fucking uh, get torn Just in half the, the hand apes. gets cut other off other
1: apes get lit on fire yeah. by it it's honestly the coolest practical effect in this whole fucking movie that would be it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it was the one that i actually liked um okay uh last paragraph <gasps> once safe Karen reports to Travis on finding the diamond and confirming Charles's death, realizing Travis was only interested in the diamond, she uses her laser to destroy the Travicom satellite. He can buy another sun. Right? <laughs> in the nearby wreckage of another one of Travis's uh, expedition cargo planes they had found earlier, they find a hot air balloon. <laughs> And prepare to leave. Peter sees Amy with a troop of gorillas and bids her goodbye. The three take off in the balloon, and Peter throws the diamond back into the jungle below. Amy watches the departing balloon with a smile, then joins her new gorilla family. Aww. Boy, what an ending. (laughs) So, this laser thing, I still am trying to figure out what happened. So, she takes the diamond, and it's a super good diamond, and it makes the laser real good. I get that but she says something about punching a phone number into the thing so that it can I told you I'd satellite. make you
0: sorry that's the second time she says and that then line. she destroys buddy's satellite she puts it in into with her laser. Uh, her yeah. satellite thing she incorporates the, the the communication satellite that she has with the laser to shoot the big old satellite that we see at the beginning of the film using a phone number using a phone number dials it in make it make sense Josh <laughs> and then <laughs> and then shoots the laser at the satellite and therefore
1: ruining Travicom's uh stock bits. I, and like and again he is so obviously a bad guy cuz at one point he's just like, well sure it sucks that my son died, but
0: you know we got to freak out. He freaks out once, twice, thrice. that you got the diamond. Get, get, get me the diamond. I need another cash machine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the cash machine. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs>
1: These golf clubs ain't cheap.
0: <laughs> I got forty thousand. She she pretty much yeah like, with one with one is push of
1: fo- a fucking couple, hot air balloon bullshit too. A like, couple
0: pushes of button fires that laser into the satellite that you don't really see. You just see the laser shoot up. Yeah. You don't even see the contact of the laser to the satellite. We had
1: seen we we see the satellite if I'm not mistaken in the we? beginning
0: of the film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah not yeah. at the end and then and then it just you just see it this cuts. dejected you see this dejected John Doe Baker. Joe Don Baker just be like. Oh, (laughs) but like there goes my 40,000 employees and communication
1: company. Here's the thing that also gets me about that. Like they recorded where they were going. They followed these people there and they were communicating the whole time. Can't he just send other people? To go find the shit then now, or I yeah. guess they couldn't even if they wanted to because of course the fucking lab. Travacomb's like, been banned in Africa
0: apparently. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're not responsible allowed. Responsible
1: for this. They
0: snuck Laura Linney in as a cover of a CIA agent, yeah. which I don't even know why they're allowing them into the country. Uh, John
1: <laughs> Baker was just eating too much sesame seed cake. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, then you see
0: the departure between uh Dr. Peter Elliot and Amy. And uh, boy, if I didn't think that guy was going to be like, that's my girl, that's my girl. Yeah, he ends up
1: running off. He's so. jealous
0: of that silverback ape.
1: <laughs> just silly bullshit. He's and got I, Laura Linney next to him. I and don't understand why there was a hot air balloon, Josh. Make it make sense. Why is
0: there a hot air balloon? In that I other think part? they're hearkening back to early turn of the century novels where that kind of just yeah. books kind of just ended that way. Or that's how we traveled yeah. in the old timey days. I, it's hard not to
1: see it that way. So. Fuck, I don't know, man. Do you have anything else to add about this before we, like, give me a breakdown. What are your thoughts on this film overall? I thought it was
0: pretty cool with the, with the, uh, they're setting up the perimeters. They got, they have their own other lasers, lesser than lasers to attract the perimeter and the sentry guns. Yeah, they got fucking,
1: uh, fucking like M16s on like tripods, which Cannons. seems like the worst idea in the world (laughs) that that didn't kill anybody else in the company well at one point it falls over and starts shooting everywhere and everyone has to duck and hit the ground like of course it's on a fucking tripod like what are you doing
0: (laughs) and but somehow the the evil apes managed to circumvent that yeah because they're smart you find out we don't give enough about and we have but not enough about ernie hudson uh Monroe, Monroe
1: Kelly. Kelly, being really suave and debonair Be, all the time, being Monroe the Pater great black hunter. Remember animals? how he
0: almost fucking? I'm your beat great up. white hunter,
1: except of course I'm, I'm black. black. <laughs> he multiple times does that. He's like, oh, so I'm black.
0: And then to, uh, Tim Curry almost called him the N-word, and he almost beat oh the shit my out of God,
1: him. That's a funny. And then scene. he was being
0: all diplomatic about the fact of his he blatant racism.
1: Does, he, he almost call he calls him a dirty mmm mmm mm. big old N sound there. <laughs> so really what did you look. say? what did you say oh forgive me i i am <laughs> i don't want to see those two in like you know like a perfect strangers like sitcom that Those been great. two moving in together trying to make it in chicago or something fuck that'd be so great but wouldn't better than this <laughs> well, there's a lot left on the table oh,
0: oh, yeah. why is she not maybe a cia agent maybe not
1: why are they? Why are or... the survivors
0: of the of the gray ape attacks automatically dying in fear, running towards help, and then dying of and why fear? why are they surviving? Like these? Guys, why did yeah? Why do the gray apes let them survive they, to a, die later? A regular ape will fucking destroy your yeah, will kill and you. Gorilla you... panic—that's a real thing. You find out that Amy and Dr. Peter Elliot, Dylan Walsh are just friends. <laughs> yeah. Or one has more one has more love for the other. One sees him as a to, it does mother daughter or it's mother and like son type and one separating like...
1: seems harder to him than it is to him. <laughs> yeah, quite. Sure. Yeah. Quite. So Josh, what do we think? To the School I guess you kind of gave that up at the beginning, but just to reiterate, what do you, what, what's your final thought on how they would feel about this? Double no.
0: I think they were down on all eight movies that were big in the 90s. Just anti-ape people? Yeah. Swear, they, I'm pretty sure they hated Buddy. They hated Dunstan Checks In. Uh-huh. I got it. <laughs> Mighty got it. Joe Young. <laughs> they did not like. Okay. Well, we're- This gonna... falls victim to their
1: hatred of the ape movies. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a it's a well-known fact. They hate, <laughs> hate all movies featuring apes. Um, me too, for the most part, actually, but that's another story. Name a good ape movie. Planet of the Apes. Charlton Heston, though. I need, I need the real shit. But, uh, okay. Damn you. (laughs) Let's go check their review and we'll return here momentarily and, uh, let y'all know what they thought. Okie dokie. Okay. And we are back. Uh, it was (laughs) a split. We have Roger Ebert somehow thinking this movie was funny and smarter than it was. And uh, Siskel was very convinced that this movie was a failure the in every dog way. shit. Um, I'm more inclined to listen to Siskel on this. I do kind of get the vibe that like this was aiming for like a Chud or um, arachnophobia level of comedy, but it never landed that. I wonder if it was editing after the fact to make the film Definitely. more of a, a summer blockbuster. Definitely. That's kind of the vibe um this thing this whole movie reeks of like being reworked yeah it, it feels like there were a lot of cooks in this kitchen um, a lot of a lot of apes in the jungle yeah it, <laughs> it, it's a it's a coin of phrase you're welcome I like uh it. I, I i can understand a lot of, apes, Ape.
0: in <laughs> yeah. a lot of apes in the diamond mine a lot of great apes in the diamond mine. I can see where Ebert's coming from, especially with uh, his review on Ernie Hudson being this like Clark Gable type and very much and very much Congo is like a harkening back to those old jungle serials.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Very,
0: of course, like there's always there's always chicaneries and all these movies. Right.
1: You just take all these like weird tales, pulp stories, and you find a way to make them modern and make them science based, um, which again, Crichton, of course, did with Jurassic Park and, and and I'm sure other stuff. I don't fucking read any of his books, so I can't tell you. <laughs> Very heady and lame and boring. It, uh, <laughs> I, I do want to live in a world where Roger Ebert is right about this movie. You know, like <laughs> I want to see the like, in the style of arachnophobia version of Congo. I feel like that would have been way more interesting. I think you're
0: just better off watching arachnophobia.
1: <laughs> no. no, no, you're <laughs> not wrong. Absolutely. I just mean like, I-, I want something that knew the joke. It was it yeah. like a movie that's taking part of the joke that it clearly is. It's trying to be funny. Um, this I, did not feel that way to me. I
0: think the smaller the creature, the better you're going to get a thrill
1: out of it. So we never officially gave our ratings though, but I guess we're both two big thumbs down as well. Oh, yeah. ask. (laughs) yeah that's why
0: it's yeah the smaller the creature like arachnophobia works way better with the animatronics and all of that and the the effects than it does putting people in ape suits and running around
1: pretending to be monkeys it uh and then the the ending of that is all fucked up too it's just weird it's again a movie where there are several performances which apply to me they were doing a very specific comedic thing yeah and then a bunch of other parts of this movie which don't feel like that at all and, uh, Too much retooling. Still, amazingly, this movie cost about fifty million to make and made one hundred and fifty million dollars back. So apparently, <laughs> audiences were fine with this in the mid nineties. Clearly, you and your family went. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw this. This is one of those movies I saw as a kid. Uh, just, I was just, like excited <laughs> about a monkey movie. I guess not gorilla me, movie coming. Not up. us. <laughs>
0: we're waiting for uh, oh, yeah. whatever it was. We're waiting for watching The Usual Suspects. Ooh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, when you were eight years old, i she you got a lot out of that movie. I did. Oh I loved yeah, it. Mm. <laughs> mm. fucking Josh, take it away. <laughs> All right, guys, the
0: balcony is fucking closed. I always forget do, what the fuck we're do, doing there. Do. Jesus Christ! <laughs> bye bye.